UK Healthcare, the power of advanced medicine, presents our doctor and med staff podcasts. This is UK HealthCast. Here's Melanie Cole. Bringing your child to the hospital can be stressful for you and your family. Here to help us understand the difficulties a child may experience while being hospitalized is my guest, Jennifer Williams. She's the Child and Family Life Coordinator for Kentucky Children's Hospital with UK HealthCare. Jennifer, first tell us, what is a child life specialist? So a child life specialist is a professional that has been trained um, both from a developmental standpoint and from a medical standpoint to understand how children see and view the hospital and to help children get through it, um, get through their experience in the hospital in a way that is decreases their anxiety, helps them cope better, um, and helps them understand what is actually happening to them when they're in the hospital. Then tell us about the Child and Family Life Program at KCH and how it helps patients and families. So our program at um, Kentucky Children's Hospital is we started off based in the playroom because children learn about the world around them and they process the world around them through play. So we use play as um, sort of our tool. Um, I often say it's our stethoscope to get us to be able to understand, first of all, where a child's coming from and um, understand and help them understand what's happening to them. So our Kentucky Children's Hospital Child Life Program is based in both the inpatient um, units, all of our inpatient units. We have specialists. We have specialists in our pediatric sedation program. We have um, specialists that work our pediatric emergency department and in our neonatal intensive care unit, and also with our hematology oncology population. Um, We also are consulted to anywhere within Kentucky Children's Hospital where a child could possibly be touched. So we go to radiology procedures, we work with our cardiology program, um, and sometimes we even help children of adult patients um, that are struggling with what's happening to their parents. So as a parent, how do we prepare our children for what to expect while hospitalized? How honest should we be with them about what they can expect if something might hurt? Tell us a little bit how you work with the family, parents, and even the siblings about what to expect and how to talk to that child about that. That's a a great question and a very long question for me to to try to answer. Um, So when we work with a child and we work with a family um, and a family says, so tell me, you know, what what am I supposed to share with my child? The first thing that I always tell parents is that they need to to think about what their child wants to know. Um, Some children may be the type of, uh, have the type of personality where they want to know everything that's going to happen to them. Um, and, And they'll do better. And they'll cope better and they'll understand better if they are giving a lot, given a lot of details. Um, and then some children do better when things are um, very simple. Um, they get just, this is going to happen right now and we're going to get through it and we're going to help you get through it. And they're distracted from it. So it's really individual-based. So for a parent, if a parent is asking me, you know, how much do I tell my child and what do I tell my child, the first thing that I always say is ask your child what they want to know. Um, and start very slow and simple. Um, most children will give you a cue as to whether they've either had too much information or they want to know more. If they've had too much information, as you start talking to them about a visit to the hospital or what they're going to experience, they'll distract themselves. They'll start talking about something else or they'll move off to some other topic. And you know that that's kind of your cue to say, okay, they've gotten the information, they're processing it, and we'll move forward. Um, other children that need to know a lot of information will start asking more questions. Um, I always tell parents that it's important for you to be honest. Don't tell a child if something is not going to hurt if you don't know whether it will or not. So 
being honest and saying it may hurt, it may not hurt, but most things only hurt for a little while and we'll figure out how to get through it and we'll help, I'll help you be there and I'll hold your hand and we'll cope through it. Um, so I think even with, um, with, with children, the best thing is to be honest. Um, and also always give them an explanation as to why this is happening. This is happening because we're trying to help your body heal, and we're trying to help you feel better. This is not anything that the child has done. There's no blame to place on the child for this. Um, but we are here to help them. And even though some of the things that we have to do as physicians and our physicians and our nurses have to do and we have to do in the hospital can sometimes be painful, everything has a goal behind it. We're trying to help the child's body heal and to help them see the positives that they can do. Um, one of the other things that we always talk about is when they're doing something and when they're experiencing hospitalization or they're experiencing a treatment that's painful and they're, they're struggling with it is just to let them know that this that it's okay for them to hurt. It's okay for them to feel the way that they're feeling because this is a scary, this can be a scary place. It can be very stressful and what they're experiencing can be painful. So to give them the opportunity to be able to, to express their feelings the way they need to express them and tell them that that's okay, that they're still doing a really good job of helping and they're still doing a good job being present and being here. What items should or can kids bring to help them with some of this you know, integration into the hospital situation to make them feel more comfortable? Can they bring blankets and stuffed animals and things? Absolutely. I think that is the very first thing to always tell a parent um, if they're going to bring their child to the hospital, bring those comfort items. Anything a child sleeps with, anything a child uses when they're feeling sad or when they're sick, um, absolutely bring those things. If the child knows or if a family knows they're going to come and stay for a long time, um, or like anticipating a couple days or two or three days, bring that favorite pillow, bring your pillowcase, kind of make the room more child-friendly and more comfortable for that child. Um, we all know that we all sleep better when we're in our own bed, so if that child has those familiar items with them, they're going to they're gonna be able to help comfort themselves in an appropriate way. And what about kids that might have to miss school? As, as this program, do, are there school, are there tutors? What about kids that are hospitalized for quite a bit of time? So uh, through Kentucky Children's Hospitals, we do have school services. Um, our school services are homebound based, and it's through Fayette County. So any child that's going to miss five or more days of school can um, refer to our school teacher that's here through Fayette County and get a homebound application started and can be seen while they're in the hospital for a couple hours a week um, to try to make sure that they're up to date on their assignments and that they get the, the proper paperwork filed in order to um, be able to count, be, be counted for school. What about children in isolation, Jennifer? Are they, do they have a special circumstance? And how do you as a child life specialist work with children in isolation so they don't feel quite so isolated? Sure. So, you know, we're, we've entered into this world where there are some illnesses and those kind of things when children are experiencing them that they can't be out and they can't come to our playroom and they can't have normal activities like some of our other children. So we try to make sure that those those kids that can't leave their rooms because of their illness don't miss out on those experiences that other kids would get. So as I said earlier, we are, we are sort of a, we start in the playroom. So play is our core and we move from there. Um, so if a child is on isolation, the very first thing that we try to do is make sure that they have some normal items in their room. Depending on their age, it could be 
um, musical instruments. It could be rattles. It could be um, toys of all kinds, Barbies, cars, all of those great things. Or for teenagers, it could be expressive things. It could be video game systems. Um, So that they have, first of all, something that makes them feel normal, and second of all, something to kind of decrease their stress and give them the opportunity to just um, play and be diverted from all the hospital things. Um, The other thing that we do for kids that are on isolation is sometimes we'll even schedule private playtimes in the playroom so that we can actually make sure that the child gets the opportunity to get up, move around, get out of the room, but they're not exposed to anything that could make them more sick. Um, And so we will shut doors and uh, shut our playroom doors and provide those private playtimes for those kids. And again, like I said earlier, our job is to help children cope with being in the hospital and help them understand. So as child life specialists, if we know that a patient needs more explanation or is having a hard time coping with a procedure or something that's happening to them, we go in the room and we do play sessions with them in the room. Um, Our play sessions are very medical-based in the sense that we'll bring in a medical play doll, we'll bring in all the medical equipment they may see and let the child just feel it, touch it, um, manipulate it, understand it, um, and work through some of the things that may be causing them stress, causing them fear, and try to figure it out. Wrap it up for us, and what a wonderful job that you have, helping children make the hospital a little bit less scary. So give us your best advice. What you'd like the listeners to take away from this as far as the Child and Family Life Program at Kentucky Children's Hospital, and including siblings and parents, getting them all involved to help the child understand what's going on? I think that my best advice to parents that are bringing children into the hospital or experiencing that is to to ask questions and ask for services such as child life, music therapy. Um, We have a canine um, companion program, a canine counselor program here at Kentucky Children's Hospital. Those kind of things that will just make life a little bit normal for them, um, look for those opportunities to ask for those services. Um, We do our very best to try to see every patient, but of course we have lots of patients and not a lot of child life specialists to go around um, to see every patient. So asking for those things and advocating for your child, be your child's voice, Um, not only the child that's in the hospital, but the the sibling. Um, If you need support and you're having some issues, um, please ask for those things. Um, We do have those available, and we we are very happy to um, make sure that children get out of the hospital as fast as possible with as least stress and anxiety as, as they can have while they're here. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for that great information and for your expertise and sharing it with us today so that parents and siblings and children can understand what's going to happen at the hospital and get involved in some of that play. Thank you again for joining us. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky HealthCare. For more information, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.